Right, well, Matt James, editor of Motorsport News, good to catch up with you here at uh, Autosport International 2018. And, uh, well, Motorsport News, you've got your own stand, Matt. We have, yes. We're celebrating 60 years of the Dunlop MSA British Touring Car Championship. We've got a few cars from the sport's history and a few brand new cars for the sport this year on display. And uh, it's been very popular. We had a lot of media interest yesterday when all the launches were taking place had various drivers on our stage so yeah it's been a, been a success we should talk about some of the launches in just a second um for the championship and you know i think pretty much british touring cars inside out more than anybody been involved with it for, for such a long time but with regards to its 60th anniversary matt it's a it's a big one isn't it and i think it just really sums up just how established and how well loved this championship is it is and it go, it goes it gets bigger and bigger every year there's more and more interest and I think Alan Gowie says it's the longest-running tin-top championship in the world. Probably not right, so I think it's probably NASCAR. But it's the longest-running one in Europe, certainly. Um, and it shows no sign of slowing down. Last year, we had a record number of race winners. We had, you know, goodness knows how many drivers scored a podium finish. The TV numbers went through the roof again. Um, different manufacturers getting involved on the grid. It just it, The snowball just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And, and where it's going to stop, nobody knows. <laughs> Quickly, why, why do you love it so much? I love the competitiveness of it. Uh, I think the drivers are, are right at the top of their game. There, there's no easy victories in the BTCC. No, nothing's a gimme. You know, everyone's got to work hard for it. And uh, you know, even if you've got the best car, you're not necessarily going to win all the races because there's reverse grids, there's success ballast, there's tyre strategies to think about. You know, there's, there's a whole lot of different elements that go into being successful in the BTCC, and I think that's what makes it great. Because you like your hot rods as well, I think, as well, don't you? Is that right? I do like my hot rods, but they reverse the entire <laughs> grid, um, which is um, something I've been asking Alan Gow about, but I'm not sure But the do reason that. I said that, again, you know, what you just stopped, or how you just summed up the British Touring Car Championship, I mean, you know, again, so many uh, motorsport championships that take place throughout the UK and obviously across the world, but there's obviously something about it, like you say, its competitiveness and the way that it's actually operated and run and, and what it gives back to the fans, I suppose, ultimately the, as well, at the end of the day, that fan base which is so loyal to the championship, you obviously get that, don't you? Well, yeah, I think a lot of championships at, at a lower level than the BTC can be quite navel-gazing. They're all about the driver and what the driver wants. Well, to make a championship successful and popular, it's got to be about what the public wants as well. And what the public want is cars overtaking each other, cars racing side by side. They want a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit of competition between the drivers. They want different results from now and again. And so you get all of that from touring cars. It's an outward-looking championship, whereas I think a lot of others are, are, are too inward-facing and don't consider what the public want to watch. Excellent. We can celebrate throughout the year, uh, as far as the 60th uh, anniversary is concerned. Especially so at Snetterton, where they've got this 60-kilometre race, which I think a lot of the drivers and the teams are, are looking forward to taking part in, Matt. There's a lot of unknowns about it. Everyone's going to be on the same there, sort of tyre. It's yeah. a different qualifying session. My only regret is that there isn't a pit stop in the middle of that race because it would be nice, even, you know, not for refuelling, but even if they could just change two tyres, for example, because then it means a team can be part of a car's victory as well as yeah, just the driver. Exactly. So it actually involves the people behind the pit wall too but have you spoke to Mr Gow to see if that I can be I spoke to Mr Gow about that and he's told me I'm a ruddy idiot like he normally <laughs> does but uh, there's obviously loads of reasons why it can't happen um, but I, you know, it's a shame because I'd like the teams to have a little bit of input into a victory as well I know they do already but something a little bit more obvious that the fans can see however that race is going to be amazing the different strategies people play out are you going to push hard to start with and the tyres go off at the end or are you going to mm. slow down to begin with and then speed up towards the end yes yeah, a real it, unknown isn't it for knows. teams and for the drivers yeah, as well we should, we should watch that and that is going to be a great feature um, so great 60th anniversary we really look forward to that um, 
as we go into the new year as well, it's just going to be a basic championship again where everyone who's taking part in it, teams and drivers, uh, they want to win. Great news is obviously is that Ash Sutton, the champ from 2017, back in the championship and back with BMR. Yeah, great. I mean, Ash was a, the standout performer last year and he won the championship as, as a result of it. But I think it was Paul O'Neill that christened him the Max Verstappen of touring cars because he's young, he's, he's new to it, he's ripping up record books everywhere and he's not afraid to overtake anybody, no matter, no matter it's Jason Plato, Matt Neal, whoever, he doesn't mind. Um, and he really is a, a, an amazing talent. There was a bit of concern as to what he was going to do for this year because you would have thought he'd have signed up straight away after winning last year, but it didn't happen. Um, so it's a big relief that he's back with Subaru. It's a great car. Ash is a great driver, and let's hope he can continue his upward trajectory in his career. Yeah, he's going to be strong again, I'm sure, this year. WSR, the BMWs, again, I don't think so much announced at Autosport International, but we know that the the trio, uh, Dick Bennett's trio, are back again, and they're going to be real contenders once again throughout 2018. Yeah, certainly. I spoke to Dick. Uh, it was on Wednesday they announced the drivers. I spoke to Dick about it. They've been out testing already. At the end of last year, they were out of Silverstone. I think they're out of Brands Hatch as well. They've got an upgraded engine. They've got tweaks to the engine installation. They've got changes to the suspension settings. And they're already raving that the car's better than it was at the end of last year, only after two test days. They've got more coming up. They've got Colin again. And Andrew, as we both know, multiple race winners. Rob Collard, former Independence Trophy winner. Um, the driver line up strong. The car will be even stronger. And it was the second best car last year. So... Where's it going to finish this year? Yeah, we should wait and see. Right, let's talk about some unveilings and some announcements that we've had on the motorport, uh, motorsport newsstand as well. The team treaded week with Gallagher now car, one of those cars unveiled, and Tom Chilton in one. And we also found out again that Matt Jackson is back to the two cars for the Motorbase run outfit this year. That looks like a, a strong pairing. Now they got this new Focus or full Focus and the, with the RS badge on it. It looks really, really good, doesn't it? David Bartram's extremely excited about this. Former Ford racer himself. Yeah, it's a very interesting lineup, isn't it? Tom Chilton and Matt Jackson, both multiple race winners in the championship. Tom, a former Independence title winner, Matt, an Independence front runner. Matt doesn't like me saying it, but he's now the driver in this championship that's won the most races without winning a title. Mm. And he's going to be desperate to put that I statistic to, to bed. He's, he's very, very keen, isn't he, yeah, to yeah. win And I think we all feel he deserves a championship, don't he we? He does, he does. And Matt's a great, great driver. And I, you know, I, I wish him the best for this year. And that's a good-looking, updated car. Mm. So we'll see, strong, we'll see what happens. strong, strong pairing, isn't it? And who knows, there may be more to add to that lineup. We don't know yet. We don't know yet, do we? Handy Motorsport, who are now HMS... HMS Racing. Racing, that's yes. what it is as well. And the unveiling of the new Alfa Romeo, which we saw yesterday for, for Rob Austin. It, it looks fantastic. I don't think that Rob can wait to, to get into the car, can he? No, the Giulietta is great. I mean, Alfa Romeo is a great brand. It's got a very strong heritage in the BTCC, going back to... Gabriele Tarquini and the 155, of which we've got an example here on our stage. The Giulietta, it's, it's just a good-looking car. Doesn't it? It looks um, great. It's nice and compact as well. It's its quite reminiscent of a Civic in terms of its dynamics, and we know how well the Civic goes. Yeah. So if it's anything like that and it produces the same sort of handling, it'll be great. It's a big step for the team, though. Brand-new cars, first time they've done that. Um, so they've got to get a test program underway. They've got to get some data under their belts, which is why Rob is keen to just get out yeah, there and, and get going. He's going to test this, saying they're going to stick to the UK circuits, I think. They're yeah. not going abroad, are they? Well, the thing is with abroad, it, you've got, you know, it's a gamble with the weather. If it rains, you might as well have been at Donington yeah. and save yourself and a couple of thousand quid. And, and if it's too hot, when is it too hot in yeah, the UK? Exactly. Maybe it's Snetterton, that's as, as bad as good as it gets maybe sometimes. Yeah, and also the circuits in the UK are generally tighter and twistier than the ones you can find in Spain. Yeah. So you go to Spain and you'll learn a car on a very fast circuit, but when you go to Knock Hill or, or, or Brands Indy, doesn't necessarily translate so well. Uh, Power Max, they had an announcement yesterday, driver announcement here on your stand as well with uh, Josh Cook. Uh, 
in one of the cars. Yep, Cookie's back to back to his yeah. home. It's where yeah. he started his he uh, BTC career with them in the Chevrolet Cruiser a couple of years ago. Got his maiden podium with them. Um, I think that's a really good fit because uh, Josh gets on really well with the team. He knows the team. The team's improved since Josh was last there, and Josh has improved as well. He's had a, a season with the MG, a half season with the Ford as well. You know, Josh is ready to win races too. Um, and I think, you know, that's the one thing missing from his CV. Um, back with Powermax, it's now the factory backs Vauxhall team. They've got some great engineers there. Josh will bring his experience that he's got now. That's, that's one I'm tipping for wins this year. Shall we talk Honda Civic Type R's? There's quite a few of them. Yes, there's going to be loads. <laughs> there's going to <laughs> On be the loads. grid this year, isn't there? Yes, yes. We've got, well, we've got, we will have three for Eurotech. We've got two for BTC Norlin. We've announced this week that Chris Smiley and A and other will race those. Um, there's going to be more brand new ones for Team Dynamics as yeah. well. Um, so yeah, they're all over. Have I forgotten someone? There's probably no, another I'm one out I'm there. I'm sure there's Matt somewhere, Simpson, somewhere else Matt as Simpson. well. Yeah. Matt, when we think of uh, Halford, Juassa, they're they're going to be Matt and Gordon. They're going to be strong, aren't they, again this year? Even when they designed the estate car a few years ago, now everyone said it looked crazy and wacky. It was winning races within yeah. two or three rounds. So Team Dynamics know how to produce a race-winning car. I've heard that they're a little bit late on parade with the new look Civic Type R so far. There's a little bit of a delay in its build, so that'll be a worry for them. But how many times have we seen them come to a, a meeting at Brands, first meeting of the year, where the, the paint is barely dry and they go out and win? So I, you I, can't write them off. No, you can't. And I think, I know Matt is just as keen as mustard as he always always been, but I think Gordon, that hurt him last year. I think he wants another strong season there was a lot of, yeah a lot of frustrations with Gordon last year he was clearly biting his lip on a number of occasions yeah, about so. some of the problems he had with the car and, and some of the racing so yeah he's desperate to get back to the front and uh, I spoke to Matt Neal at length about Gordon recently and Matt sort of said yeah Gordon's the one that keeps me keeps me honest keeps me quick you know if it wasn't for Gordon he reckons his own performance would have dropped off but he's got a very fast Scotsman alongside him and he's hungry to build on more he's had 60 wins now why not 70 uh, let's talk about Jack Sears as well. A couple of rule regulation changes within the BTCC as well. The Jack Sears trophy now open to drivers who have not been up onto the podium. And there's a lot of drivers out there that have been close. They're as keen as musters and they're really keen to pick up the Jack Sears trophy this year, aren't they? It's an interesting twist, isn't it, making yeah. it for drivers that haven't finished on a podium. I've just recently done an interview with Jake Hill and I said, did you deliberately not finish up on a podium so that you can win it this year? Because every cloud's got a silver lining. You may have had a bit of heartbreak, but... Um, yeah, there's, some, there's going to be some really strong contenders yeah. out there. You've got Mike Bushell alongside Jake Hill as well. Yeah. Um, probably, I, I don't actually know who's eligible yet. I haven't sat down and ticked off who has who, got a podium who, who, hasn't, who hasn't. Who hasn't, yeah, that's um, interesting, isn't but it? But there's, there's going to be some strong contenders out there. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be good. It's a shame if you that. once came third and that just kind just of... Just eliminated yeah, you from it. Yeah, yeah. from it kind of thing. See, maybe that's why Dave Newsom's retired. I don't know. <laughs> I'm maybe, not sure. Maybe not. not sure. But so much to look forward to. I hope I haven't forgotten anything that's happened over the well, last couple of days here at uh, Autosport International. But wow, I mean, more, a, we, we need to talk about Jack Goff as well. Jack Goff as well. he's very, very much for, uh, so. He's back in Eurotech yeah, as well. So sorry, Jack. That was only announced a couple of days before the show here. And he's delighted because I did see him here yesterday and he's really pleased to have got something secured so early. Early on. If you look at the way Jack was performing over the second half yeah. of last year, three pole three positions, uh, took a win as well, yeah. um, he was regularly in the top three. That car's going to be great with yeah. that engine. And I think Jack, now he's got on top of it, nothing's materially changing for him going into the start of 2018. It's a dark horse for the championship. Yeah, huh? Matt Simpson in one of the other Eurotech cars yeah. uh, as well. But he will be strong. And sorry about that, Jack. Yeah, that was uh, another announcement. And uh, again, the way 
Jack did perform last year, he's, he's going to be great. I think it sums it up, you know, what we started this conversation saying, Matt. It's, it's always a fantastic year. You know, you know that you're going to get great racing. You know, it's going to be spectacular. It's going to be close. It's going to be tight. And there's going to be, a, you know... A lot of stories to tell at the end of the day, aren't there? The pages of motorsport news are going to be very well, full by the again, end of the season. But it is, it's great. And again, we come back to the fans. You know, this is a special year as far as the championship is concerned. The seventh, uh, 60th sorry, uh, anniversary. They've got lo- lots to look forward to, the fans, you know, at the circuits. And so have we as well. So, Matt, well done. Always good to catch up. And we should do do this again, what, at Brands or Media Day? I think we'll do Media Day. Let's do Media Day. Okay, Top well, man, Matt James, thank you.